Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Craig Carpenter and Dean Gonsowski, the CEO and CRO, respectively, for Gimmel, a provider of software and services to streamline the discovery, migration, governance, and compliance of information. Craig, Dean, great to speak with you both. Great to talk to you again, Ari. Yeah, thanks, Ari. Craig, tell us about your background and the genesis of Gimmel. So starting with my background, I began my professional career after grad school as a practicing attorney in Silicon Valley. Litigated a little bit, enough to be dangerous, and then otherwise worked with technology companies, doing licensing, IP, that sort of thing. And this was the late 90s. So all of my friends were becoming paper millionaires. And so I kind of jumped over to the technology side of the aisle and, and have been there since, operating initially in cybersecurity. And then in eDiscovery, when I jumped over to a company called Recommind back in 2006. And then since then, I've really been primarily in the eDiscovery and kind of GRC technology spaces. So Gimmel is a company that's been around for about 15 years now. It started as a GRC, Governance, Risk, and Compliance consulting firm. And then as often happens, happened with Relativity and other companies like that in the space, developed software to automate some of the work that they were doing. And they primarily focused on energy companies, given the company started in, in Houston, Texas. And then since then, they've really productized everything they used to do with respect to GRC, and then expanded the footprint of the technology. And so where we are today is the company is a software company headquartered in Houston that focuses on the full life cycle of information governance from the creation of information and its classification and categorization and characterization as a record through its migration into a cloud backend or a hybrid backend, and then ultimately to the collection of ESI or the remediation of information once its useful life has finished. Dean, what parts of the e-discovery process does Gimmel support? Well, the very short answer would be the left-hand side of the DRM. And a slightly expanded answer would be, as Craig was just saying, even more upstream of the EDRM, which is the creation and governance, and as Craig was talking about, migration and archiving and content management, all the solutions that manage information we can connect and tentacle into. And then more specifically, we do play in a very real e-discovery sense when we start to both collect, preserve, legal hold, and process information. And we can do that both from various repositories and structured data, structured repositories, uh, endpoints, and the like. And, and we recently, within the last two years, acquired an e-discovery company called Sherpa Software uh, that has uh, discrete e-discovery tools. And so in concert with the overall governance solutions we've got, we've got the discrete e-discovery use cases covered as well. Craig, what are the biggest information governance challenges that legal teams need to address today? Well, before even COVID really put the market evolution on afterburners, and the best proxy for this is seeing the rise of things and groups like clock and the like, is the operationalization of information governance and having to deal with information where it sits, including shadow IT, if you're familiar with that term, which is 
you have your kind of IT sanction data types, data sources, systems, et cetera. And then you have kind of the shadow network, so to speak, of information, you know, whether it's Slack or Dropbox or Box or, or cell phones or in texting, whatever the case may be, IT teams and more specifically legal teams need to really mitigate and manage that risk. And at the same time that was rising, you had a couple other trends, you know, first of which is privacy and things like DCPA and, and GDPR and, and the like that really kind of turned the burden of proof, so to speak, on information governance on its head. And then the whole cyber realm of having information that's out there that you used to just keep because you didn't want to get rid of it. But now if it gets hacked and exfiltrated, you have all sorts of risks that these folks need to manage. And then you add COVID on top of that, which is you have everything we just described, and then you have a remote workforce or a hybrid workforce. It just really turned information governance on its head in two ways. First, from being a nice to have to a must have. And second, from what do we, you know, what can we realistically get rid of? And then we're going to keep the rest to the opposite, which is, you know, what can we realistically and legally and ethically keep? And the rest of it, we should really actively manage. And so that's really the biggest challenge facing corporate legal teams today is that kind of affirmative burden, if you will, that didn't exist, you know, 10 years ago and probably not even five. Dean, given that, how should companies revise their records retention and document management plans? Well, that's a, a, there's a really long answer to that, but I would say that the shortest answer possible is that they need to be brought current into the new legislative and data privacy regime that we're seeing out there. And Craig just sort of started to highlight it. CPRA is, is a prime example of the California privacy regulation that's emerging is really one of the first that has a nexus with the records retention and the, the length of time you keep information. And so what we're seeing in practice is as people start to operationalize their privacy response and data subject access responses and, and privacy posture, they're having to look at how and when and why they keep information in the first place. And a lot of that has been neglected. And so for people who are interested in getting their privacy house in order, I'd suggest that they also look at their records and information governance plans as well, because it's, it's not just simply, let's get ready for privacy. And then finally, the types of systems that are out there need to be handled with a, a common framework. And so unfortunately for Microsoft, everything isn't in the Microsoft stack. There's tons of it that is, but there's still Slack and Teams and Box and file shares and legacy archives and content management systems. And so there's a policy element, and then there's the, how do we make sure that we can implement the policy across all these disparate systems? And even as Craig was talking about with hybrid workforce, now those informations are that much more dispersed for knowledge workers. Craig, how has the pandemic impacted the way organizations manage their data? It's put a lot more pressure on those that run, so to speak, information governance, specifically on the corporate side, because now you have a distributed workforce and perhaps company policy is that nothing can be saved locally, for example, or in quote unquote unauthorized systems like Box or Dropbox or Slack, it must all be in a central location, but policing that isn't always easy. And then kind of the, the, the cyber profile of any given business has just gotten that much more complicated because very few businesses were largely, let alone entirely remote three years ago. And now almost every business has some component that, that you know, has a hybrid or a remote workforce. So what it's done is really accelerated the migration to cloud tool sets and repositories. 
because companies are trying to be responsive to their employee base and let them work as efficiently as they possibly can and meet them halfway. Also, due to the fact that the job market, at least in the US, is really hot. And so companies need to accommodate their employees if they want to hold on to them. And by the same token, that really puts a lot of pressure on legal specifically, but also IT and cyber and records management, et cetera, to more actively manage all of these systems and data because data is, of course, a major asset, but it can also be an enormous liability if, for example, it were to get hacked or if there's an investigation or good old-fashioned collection from e-discovery. And so much more active management is something that is far more mission critical to legal departments than it was pre-pandemic. Dean, what impact is technology having on the way organizations now approach their e-discovery matters? E-discovery, as one of the reasons I've moved slightly orthogonal to e-discovery challenge has largely been solved. There are, are tremendous review platforms and technologies to handle the eyes on document review and everyone's comfortable with those. What we're going to see in the next decade is that we're going to move away from this collect and review methodology, and you're going to see more people use just purely technology. And even predictive coding and, and a thing uh, Craig and I were fond of you know, back in the, the RecommiND days, but less about that, but even more sort of intelligent collection and identity access management and understanding who's looked at information and the like. And so I think you will see more e-discovery both move left in the EDRM and also move to be handled in situ. So in where the information resides in a given repository, in teams, in, in a file share, et cetera, versus let's collect it all and push it into a review platform. And so I think that will be a pretty significant sea change when that happens. And I think to me, it's more of a win than an if. Craig, how do you see information governance evolving? It's going to become a lot more active. And to Dean's point, a lot of people have figured out that e-discovery as kind of a reactive exercise fairly far downstream gets much, much easier and quicker and less painful, the better job you do upstream when it comes to information governance. And so what we're seeing is that there may be a couple different cohorts in the industry or you know, amongst customers. The first is those who are still just trying to get their arms around what's out there. Where's the information? Who is operating in what systems? How much of it is quote-unquote on-prem to the extent that really even exists anymore? What's in the cloud? Where are we putting everything? Where are our employees putting everything? And then the cohort that's ahead of them are those that are really starting to do what Dean described in terms of actively managing information and in that way, de-risking it. And, and in that process, you know, where we ultimately see things going and, and privacy and cybersecurity are main drivers of this. And then the COVID hangover of, of a hybrid workforce is the accelerant is this idea of information is not a static asset that just sits there to be protected at all costs and kept forever. It's something that really needs to be actively managed because once it's useful, life is over, it's not a nuisance. Now it's, it's a source of significant risk. And so where it ultimately is going to go, and, and this is to Dean's point, going to make, I think, e-discovery, nothing's ever going to be turnkey, but going to make it awfully simple, hopefully down the road, is when you've actively managed information on the front end, it's been classified, it's been governed, it's been declared a record or not. And then when it's useful, life is done is remediated. And then you have a universe where, for the most part, the information you have is that which you should have, which keeps you on the right side of risk. That's where we see information governance going. And that's why we both come to Gimel, other than the fact that 
we have respect and fondness for working together. It's just this company has a tremendous opportunity to be or to continue to be a leader in that realm. And, and we're really excited about the role that Kimmel can play because from a client perspective, getting to this active management of information and its life cycle is really where everybody wants to go. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Craig Carpenter and Dean Gutsowski, the CEO and CRO, respectively, for Gimel, a provider of software and services to streamline the discovery, migration, governance, and compliance of information. Craig, Dean, thank you so very much, and I'm wishing you both the very best of luck in these new roles. Thanks, Ari. Same to you. Thanks, Ari. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.